All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Blunt Talk. You can drink on here. <laughs> so I'm joined with Trippy, and we're going to go through his political journey to becoming what he deems to be a libertarian. So why don't you go ahead and start? Where did you start with? Did you like politics at the beginning or not really? How did that work? I was pretty much indifferent to it, like just your typical kid all the way up to high school and my entire family being the stereotypical black family leaned the Democrat. I think the percentages are something like 80 to 90 something percent of black people are a Democrat just by default. Right. And my family fell right into that. So that's what I identify with up until graduating and leaving the house. At which point, fast forward to college, I started to be like, okay, I don't trust this whole two party thing going on because we bounce from blue to red back to blue. Eh, and every time it's like both people are making promises, whoever the candidate is making promises that neither of them keep. So I became very skeptical, at which point I would say the best comparison is that whole like red bill, red, red pill, blue pill analogy mm -hmm. that's like really common nowadays. I took what I thought was the red pill, but that essentially turned me into uh, anarchy slash communist <laughs> in, in, in retrospect. In retro, at, at the time being, I, I did not know that. I was just like, fuck the system, which a lot of people do, even besides just anarchists and communists. But unlike a libertarian, I was like, you know what? Why do we have all of this rampant political or financial inequality in the world, fuck the 99%, or no, fuck the 1%, the 99% should not be so oppressed, you know, the whole nine. So I was all for wealth redistribution, which in retrospect was very Marxist of me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the you, funny you went completely off the rails there. After yeah. you started getting into you're like, fuck everybody, you know what? Yeah. I went fuck everybody, but instead of being like, you know what, let me be my own independent man, my own independent person, I was like, you know what, let's have some authority figure balance this all out so that everything is equal. But the funny thing is, I never, I never bought into the whole racial or um, gender specific or all of the other demographic parts of, of uh, what's like really popular today. I was focused pretty much strictly on the financial. So I never got what you would call woke, even though funny enough, I used to actually consider myself awakened. But never woke. Never woke. Cause I was like, yeah, we need to redistribute, redistribute the wealth. But I was never like, oh, um, yeah, the, the white man, the evil blue eyed, the blonde devils, are oppressing us and uh, yeah, we need to change that. No, I never bought into that shit, which I think probably might've made it easier for me to abandon that right. later on. But at the time I never bonded into it. Okay, when you meant 
distribute the wealth? What did that look like to you? What did you mean? Did you go hardcore commie? I, let's just say the-, the You're libertarian now, so you're okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you can breathe <laughs> because you're a libertarian now. But <laughs> let's say had this Portland, Seattle nonsense gone on like 10 years ago, I probably would have been rooting for it. Wow. So, yeah. You're completely different now. Yeah. Where, what age were you then, do you think, when you transitioned from Democrat? And I, 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 I kind of get the feeling that when you were Democrat, it was more like, um, like I'm a Christian because I'm raised in a Christian home. Would that be accurate? You were yeah, Democrat yeah. because you were raised in a Democrat home, not necessarily because you felt like you, you adhered to that standard. It was just that was what you were used to. Yeah, and probably maybe even looser. So I don't know. When you say you were raised in a Christian home, does that mean that your family identified as Christian strictly that, or they also like instilled very hardline like Christian values in you as well? I would say that to be raised in a Christian home, when I'm talking specifically about a Christian home, it would be discussing religion. It would be discussing Christ. So it would be going to church. It would be doing all those things. So maybe you weren't specifically raised democratic. It was just because like we had said before we went on that it was, mm -hmm. you're a black man. So black people tend to lean democratic. Yeah. Um, so I don't yeah. know if it, which one it was. For it, you. It, it was the latter. It, it was, it was so, it was like an unspoken rule pretty much. The only time it became very spoken was again, Probably the one time I, I, I guess I got into the identity politic part of it was when Obama got elected. Obama. <laughs> yeah, Obama, Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to talk bad about him. I know, and and he's Kenyan too, so it's it's especially oh, shameful. Kenyan. Yeah, but um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. My family and I at the time were definitely like, oh, first black person, president, can presidential candidate. Yeah, but let's go. I'm all for it. And then like five years later, I was like, what the fuck? Why? <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> but did, okay, did your did your family like him? And do they still kind of yeah. look back and say he did good yeah. by the black community? Yeah. Really? even though nowadays he would be considered like center, if not right. Well, I mean, I, I, well, I guess that's because we went so far yeah. in the craziness that even yeah. Obama is looking like a right-leaning Because yeah. this was the same guy ranting on about, oh, we need border security. I'm all for ICE. Shit, I even knew a dude that got, um, he got removed from the country. Put it that way. Really? Yeah. And at the time, it was, it is what it is. But fast forward to now, if that shit happened under a candidate, my relatives would be like, oh, that guy's racist. But because it was Obama back in the day, oh, and it's okay. it is what it is. Yeah. Matter of fact, I even had a talk with a relative, and they actually went so far as to say, well, it happened, but his heart at least wasn't racist so 
And I was like, does that make him any less deported? I thought that in my mind. <laughs> but I mean, not to get into the identity politics, but if someone like me had done the same thing, it wouldn't have been, oh, well, her heart was in the right right place. It would have been this white devil. Like, what is the difference? Yeah. Like, is it the Democrat mindset or... Because you you were raised you were raised around Democrats. I was raised more. We never really got into politics, so I wasn't raised in like a political. We never talked about politics. It was more. I leaned more left. Yeah. Because and I think I think it I think there's a what is it? There's a saying that if you're not left leaning when you're young, you don't have yeah, a heart. Yeah. And if you're not right leaning, you don't have a brain. You don't have a brain. And yeah. I really do think that that's sort of accurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is funny because I even, another relative, they are a, um, they're a freaking mechanical engineer making money. So you would assume that they're very logical based, logic based. I guess right brain based, mm -hmm. but they still buy into the emotionality and they're still very much pro Democrat. Okay. So yeah. started out as a Democrat, then went yeah. commie. Yeah. Yeah. And then did you get into anarchy or was it kind of like. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was bouncing. I, th that's why I said like anarchy slash communist because. To put it, the best way I can describe it was I was very much a utopian commie. Like, I never, okay. I was never like, you know what, fuck it, we need a Stalin or a Mao or a Lenin just saying, execute them all until they, until they obey. I was very much a, well, you know, humans don't naturally work, we're just brainwashed into working and and make and putting value in money. And what we really want is to do shit for each other just for free and to be very communal. And if we just get rid of the system, we'll revert back to our natural ways and be very, again, communal based. And then I got out of college, got an actual job, got taxed for the first time and was like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You were crazy then. Yeah. You're saying. I, I was in a bubble. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, yeah. Democrat, communist, slash anarchist, then what happened to you? Again, yeah, I, I graduated. And even then, because I, I would say that I went on like little mini Twitter rants, and this was on my uh, first account. I don't even remember what it is because it's been years since I accessed it. But I went on little communist rants and people, this is the other funny thing. People at the time looked at me like I was crazy. They right. were like, someone actually tweeted at me saying, asking if I was high. And, <laughs> and I was like, no, dude. And I went on my little hippie rant. That's where the trippy liberty came in. <laughs> By the way, that's what inspired it. <laughs> yeah. So um, I went on my little rant and then funny enough, Fast forward to now, some of the same people that thought I was high are all for it. So I was, in retrospect, I was, I feel like I was just ahead of the curve as far as buying into the socialism, communism trend, and then okay. bailing out of it. 
Okay, when you said ahead of the trend, then do you think everyone's kind of progressively getting different politically then? I would definitely, I would never say everyone, but as far as a lot of people that I knew at the time, yeah. And the whole Overton window, because I don't know if you saw it, but back when like Bernie was running, mm -hmm. you remember it being democratic, democratic socialism. Yeah, that, that that's different. Into, yeah, and then that morphed into socialism. And then now you go on like freaking Twitter. You see Kamala. How do you um, say, yeah, no, why we're on that? How do you say her name? I think it's Cam, like a camel, Kamala. <laughs> I used to say Kamala, but yeah. We yeah. can just call her bitch. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like I, I can't I don't have that, uh, that privilege card in real life, but on here we call her bitch. <laughs> people would, well, I people would be like, excuse me, what did you just say, man? Well, Although I'm a black man, so they'd be like, mm, you're only so oppressive. Have you ever heard the phrase that um, apparently, according to the left, that black men are officially the white people of black people? What? Yeah. Okay, run that. Okay, I know we're on this whole talk about your journey, but you're really going to have to explain what that means. <laughs> Can you? Yeah, um, at first I couldn't, but have you ever seen my tweets talking about how Black America is very matriarchal? I haven't. So, so you might have to link them to me. Basically, to, to summarize, to make a long, 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 long story short, some 70 to 80 percent of kids are born to single moms and like never know their dad ever. And that's oh. just the norm in black America. So like pretty much. Yeah, most households are run strictly by a mom and there is no dad whatsoever whether it's a, a biological or stepdad there there's no male influence so it's very much mom like it's it's very much strong independent woman who don't need no man run and in that sense that's what i i came to understand that's how i came to understand that black men are the white people of black people in the sense that Black people are the oppressor. Black men are the oppressors of black people. That hurt my head. So if you have to take anything from that, it's just that black men, you're next. Well, shit. Once the, once the evil blue-eyed, blonde-haired devils are gone, black men, you're next. That's why I dyed my hair. And I have green <laughs> eyes, so I'm okay. Right? <laughs> Yeah, I'm white, but I don't have the blonde hair and the blue eyes, yeah, so yeah. I should be okay. Although some people say that gingers are like demonic, I don't know where that came from. This so. is in a bottle. <laughs> I'm a brunette, so I'm so oh, okay. I know what you're trying to do to me here. You're trying to what are you talking crucify about? me right on my own show. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so. Then what happened? I guess you said you went into um, the anarchist and communist stuff, and then you got a job, and then what happened to you? So I got that job. It was 
just some like basic working in a gym, entry level job, front desk. Matter of fact, it wasn't even out of college. I was in college when I got that job. And then, you know, the whole you get your paycheck, you're thinking, okay, it's going to be this amount because you calculated your your um, wage. So then you do the basic math and you're like, okay, let's, let's go. I'm prepared for that shit. And then you actually get it and you're like, dude, why is this? this I was, yeah, I don't know. I'm still trying to learn this stuff. Apparently I can. Sh Ooh, I'm sorry. I got excited. Look, I can show shit. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm, I have ADHD. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um so basically my check was a lot smaller than I thought it'd be and I was like yeah I'm not liking this so then fast forward to a couple year, years later I got into thinking more with an entrepreneurial frame of mind started to think oh okay let me try to establish my own business at that point I'm still thinking very much totally ignorant oh well i mean rich people do it the one the one percent do it and rob everyone else of it of of our of our profits so it can't be that difficult so i tried to start it my own my myself realized the economics of it realized there's it, it's nowhere near as easy as they make it out to be and then i was like yeah this whole communism thing it, it there's, there's just no way it would work at all. So then I abandoned it at that point. And then I got very much into the libertarian aspect because I realized, okay, I still have total distrust of government, but at the same time, I need to be totally independent because I can't depend on these freaking corrupt clowns or any authoritarian figure to help me out. And why would I want to? So that's what led me in that direction. Okay. What yeah. what do you think libertarianism is? Because I've seen some libertarians say they're libertarian mm -hmm. socialists. How do you think that works? Because I'm still trying to wrap my brain around someone actually saying that. Like it's coming out of their face. <laughs> <laughs> and they're serious. Like they're not even joking. They're like, yeah, I'm a libertarian socialist. I believe in individual rights. And I believe that you should give me your shit. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't understand. What he said coming out of your face. I've never heard it explained that way. <laughs> <laughs> That's remember oh. when we started and I told you this was whiskey and you thought it was yeah. wine. That's <laughs> what happens when I drink whiskey. Can we can we ask about that again? Because did you say you've always been in PA all the time? But when you say certain words, I swear you have like a Jersey accent. I lived in Jersey for like a summer. Are you talking about what words are you talking about? Because we they make fun of me for water, dog. Yeah. yeah. Um, whiskey. You want no, you said whiskey. I was drinking, whiskey. yeah. How's it's fine? You say it. I'm like being very confrontational now. You say it, like, <laughs> I'm saying it wrong. I, I can't, I can't, I can't mimic it. Just whiskey, yeah. That's whiskey, what I said, uh, yeah. Every time I talk to people, I swear it always goes back to why do you say it like that? <laughs> no? I'm, I'm not asking, I, I'm just it's 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 an observation, yeah. Anyway, libertarian socialist. Yeah, but um, I 
think that's very, I, I think that's more so like the utopian aspect of it, maybe like the communal or not even utopian per se, but the communal, like the communal, I guess, um, interpretation of what a libertarian could be. So like a bunch of hip hippie libertarians, I don't know, like in a, in their own little commune. I don't know. I don't know how that would actually apply in real life. It could maybe if it was like a couple people up to like, like a football team's worth, but an entire country. No. That's yeah, what I think, like a work. commune or something yeah, like that. Could work. Yeah. Um, white leftists, we have to talk about them because I know we addressed it before. How do they make you feel? Because they even skis me out and I'm a white person. Like some of the shit that they say, it enrages me. And I couldn't imagine trying to be a black person to have a conversation with these people. Yeah. Because they're just so adamant that black people are oppressed and they have to think a certain way. And I'm like, dude, you're being really racist, but they don't see it like that. How do they make you feel? And if you have any stories, you can absolutely add them. I know you said you had some stories. So as a white person, I need to know what other devils are up to. (laughs) Blue eyed, blonde haired, red haired in this case. You said you have green eyes. (laughs) Why are you singling me out? Talk about the blonde hair, blue eyes, okay? What did those devils do? I'm just over here drinking my drink. Um, I don't want to point, I don't want to paint any demographic, any group of people with a huge brush. So I think some of them just totally ignorant, not for better or worse, just totally ignorant. Some of them absolutely virtue signaling. Some of them control freaks. Some of them, a lot of them actually have like issues that they're like trying to cover up by trying to save the world instead of trying to save themselves, as corny as that sounds, pretty much. But take, for example, I know one of the stories that you wanted to know about was this uh, this individual struggles with um, certain issues come to find or come to um, what was it? When did the Floyd riots happen? Like May, June? Somewhere in there. I want to say before summertime. Yeah, somewhere around that period of time. Anyway, it was when they started, I uh, get this text message, or no, this uh, Instagram, someone dived in my DMs, this uh, white girl, white leftist girl, the type to post like some some real spicy leftist, uh, uh, feminist, intersectional feminist, feminism, um, black feminism, trans feminist, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so she had a black oh. square and she she solved racism. Yeah. She's my she hero. Did. She's also a business owner and mm. an employer and she's a communist. I don't know how that all exists in the same person. But <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out the math on that. I I, I don't know. 
But um, she talk to you directly? Like, what did she say to you? Um, she basically she wanted to know she wanted to get my uh, Venmo or my Cash App because she wanted to to paraphrase. She wanted to send me um like lunch money, like I was a teenage. Yeah, she wanted to send me lunch money because she could. You're not serious. I'm dead serious. I could. Like reparations. No, because she she knew she she knew that as a black man, it had to have been especially hard for me during those weeks of riots, having seen what Floyd went through, and I was just like, "You took her money, though, right?" I. Dude, I couldn't. I, I couldn't. <laughs> it was my ego because I was like, I don't need this chick going on thinking that she saved me and that I shit, that I depended on her. So I rejected that shit. But yeah, I was. <laughs> yeah, I I was just like, hold up, what? So I I sugarcoated it. I was like, um, what? did I do to, uh, to, 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 what, what did I say exactly? What did I do to, to, to earn this? That's not exactly what I said, but to paraphrase again. And she was just like, again, like, I know you must be going through all sorts of things and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, dude. And the funny thing is fast forward to maybe a month later, she admitted that she grew up like, in the boonies and she in retrospect had some very in the boonies had some very um the white had, yeah she had uh a very as she said racist upbringing to the point that she was i think she was confronted about it in uh, high school for the way that she addressed black people mm. so then i was like oh she's on that uh repentant shit she must be so she must have taken like a far from from maybe legit alt-right to left total 180 that's my theory anyway i haven't confronted her about that but yeah see that's weird because my biological father is actually pretty fucking racist and i never thought mm -hmm. That you know, I'm not sending you lunch money after this, just so we're clear. But I never You're sending me dinner money instead. Huh? You're sending me dinner money instead. Yeah, fuck off. You can pour <laughs> off me dinner, okay? You should buy me dinner. I'm a woman, right? I'm I'm a too, okay? Jesus, patriarch, patriarchy. Uh -huh. I that fucking word. Yeah. But anyway, I never, I never thought that like I should pay for the sins of like my family. It's just bizarre to me that somebody can actually look at somebody, see the color of their skin, and say, you know what? I'm gonna buy this person lunch. Like, what yeah, the yeah, I, I don't even buy my friends lunch half the time. I'm like, you have a job. What the hell? Yeah. Buy your own lunch. Again, that's that's why I think that a lot of them are just fucking ignorant. And like they they don't think that far. They don't peel the onion back that far. It's just a matter of like the first reaction, that gut reaction is, oh, the news told me that they're oppressed. And maybe my one black friend has complained about this shit. So that's got to be the universal the universal experience of them all. Okay, when she when did she actually apologize or anything? No, she 
she went on thinking that was normal. Yeah. Matter of fact, she actually sent, well, um, yeah, if you ever change your mind, you know where to hit me up. And I was just like, well, thanks. Yeah. Like, how does that make you feel? Because I think I'd be offended because it's almost like saying, I don't think you can buy your own shit. So, like, I'm going to give you my money. Almost like you're a bum. Yeah, I, I, I wanted to be. But at the same time, I was like, dude, I really think she's just not thinking straight. Because at the same, not to, not to, to remove agency from her. Because, no, fuck that. She's a grown-ass adult. Mm-hmm. But I think she just didn't consider it. Because at the same time, I was tempted to be like, you know what? I'm good. But the next time you need help doing something physical let me know because i have my my big strong man hands and just in case you as a woman need help i'm here for you and then maybe she would have actually seen how condescending it is yeah but i was like you know what you know see you're so nice see i probably would have done that I, I was in a good mood, so. <laughs> she thought you on a good day. Yeah. Yeah, good day. Okay, so, so politically now, I know you said, like, libertarian. Are I, you, are you libertarian I, or libertarian-minded? I would say little L libertarian, yeah. But I, I the reason I hesitate is because, is it just me or is the definition still kind of flimsy? Like depending on who you ask, mm-hmm. hence the whole you're not a you're not a real libertarian. I mean, it, for me specifically, it was it started out okay. I think I'm pretty libertarian, right? Like I don't mm-hmm. want the government in my business. I think everyone should take care of themselves, and everyone has rights as individuals. Mm-hmm. But then I started because I lean more right. I'm more conservative minded. Then I had people saying, you're just a Republican. I'm like, okay. And then I had people saying, well, you're not a libertarian because you're pro-life. And I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, you know what? Don't, don't call me anything. I'm just me. Because like you said, it's very, very flimsy. It's very up in the air. And I think there's entirely too much infighting, which is why I think libertarianism isn't going anywhere because they're too busy fighting each other instead of fighting uh, Republicans and Democrats. And I think that's the curse of being the curse, the blessing and the curse of being libertarian in the sense that we openly like reject the collective. But as a result, we have trouble banding together as a collective. I never thought of it like that. We reject collectivism, but then how can we be together as libertarian? Oh shit, you're messing with my mind. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, all these other groups are like, oh well, uh, yeah, let's band together to, I don't know, for uh, for the for the marginalized communities, or let's band together for the nonstop wars, or let's band together for X Y Z. Meanwhile, libertarians are like, fuck you, leave me alone, let me do me. That's it. And they're even like that with other libertarians. Yeah. You're not a real libertarian. Yeah. What does it what does it look like to you? Like, what are your views on being a libertarian? What are some of the key things you think that are important to hold as a libertarian? 
key views, at least at least the views we should all agree upon if we are to call ourselves libertarians. Look at you, see? You're afraid of being called not a libertarian. I'm going to do it. Burp. No <laughs> I was about to burp. <laughs> huh. um, I'd say, to, to, to put it most simply, just being an independent adult in the as as literal a sense as possible, as in the as as close to being one hundred percent independent as you can be, independent of the, the the system, not trying to force your shit on anyone else, not violating the NAP, and definitely. Uh, Freedom, liberty. Yeah. Okay. And I know I go back and forth with this with libertarians. Do you think, um, because it seems like you're minarch a minarchist, which is pretty much what I am, I identify close with. I recognize there is a role of government, but it needs to be extremely limited. Yeah. Uh, would you say that's you? Or do now, you nowadays, I don't even know what I am because that, that's why I had to re that's why I had to change my, my freaking caption uh, or my uh bio my bio because I seen that because when I was writing up the thing I was gonna be like my guest trippy as a libertarian so I yeah. went back to your thing and I'm like the fuck's this when did yeah, he do this because yeah, you changed it I noticed that yeah, yeah. um <laughs> and <laughs> Yeah, I changed it because I was like, based off of some of the stuff I tweet, I don't know if I'm an artist. But because um, originally, me, that's the thing. As the the older I've the the older I've gotten, the less ideal I've gotten. Unfortunately, I guess inevitably, depending on who you ask, and the more practical I feel like I've gotten to the point that I'm like, you know what? Okay, I don't picture government just evaporating into thin air anytime mm -hmm. soon so yeah there's probably going to be some uh inter government intervention here and there but again i want it as minimal as freaking possible yeah well since since you became libertarian or libertarian minded and you did bring up the nap so i'm curious um what about pro-life versus pro-choice? Where do you land on that? Because there's a lot of infighting with libertarians as far as which one you should be. Because they they claim that the woman's body is private property, right? Mm -hmm. And you can't force her to carry. But at the same time, wouldn't it be a violation of the NAP to end that life without just cause? See, it's questions like that that made me understand the, the Fox meme. <laughs> You seen that shit? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's like in our minds we're like, oh, okay, it'd be this beautiful, exquisite box, and in real life it looks like it got run through a fucking hurricane. It, it's it doesn't quite work out that way because it gets beaten up from all sides, so beaten up from all sorts of uh, perspectives. So in that case, I people have called me. I've tried to evade the label, but people have called me pro-choice because I am very much of that of the notion that I don't want the government forcing a woman to carry, but at the same time, I'm opposed to her aborting. 
Okay, that makes sense. So you're more of the private property type of that's her yeah. body, and okay. But I'm not going to force her to be like, no, you you are going to give birth. Okay. So, I, I hate that I probably asked you that because I'm extremely pro-life and I probably shouldn't have asked you that because I'm trying to stay on track without like fighting abortion with you live on the air. No. <laughs> no. Um, okay. So let's do it like this. What do you think? Because like you said, the government, you don't feel it's going away anytime soon. What do you think the government's only role is or what should be its only role? Being a referee. <laughs> between people in the free market. But as we've seen, you give them a little inch, you give them a crumb, and then next thing you know, they demand a cookie. Then they demand more and more and more. They demand an inch to a mile to, yeah, the entire roadway. And then, yeah, it just, it's ever expanding. So it's, it's, an, it's a nonstop process. But I think their role should be to be a freaking referee and that's about it to otherwise stay out of our business. Do you think the government's role should be, um, because at least where I come from, I think the government's only role should be protecting and preserving the rights that we are endowed with. Yeah. Okay. yeah that's, that's what I mean. Yeah. As in like, not in, as in, yeah. To, to sum it up. Yeah. You, you summed it up even better. I, I, I hate to do this, but I'm going to do it because mm -hmm. I have to. Um, I feel obligated to do it. Mm -hmm. uh, what is the number one right that we have? Oh, and you know what it <laughs> is. <laughs> and then we're going to go back to the abortion thing, right? Yeah, I see where you're going with that. Oh. So if the government's yeah. role is to protect right, our rights, right, the first right, right, which every other right, right comes from, is the right, right to life. Right? You're right. What? Oh, a man told me I'm right. What is this nonsense? I'm not, I'm not, I don't want you to say that I'm right. I just want you to look at it from that perspective because if the government is supposed to protect the rights, there's no right that can exist outside of the right to life. Yeah. And it's always weird, right? Like people always look at it funny when there's a man that's pro choice and then there's a woman that's pro life, they always look at it like, like I'm a pick me and that I hate women. Yeah. Which is always bizarre. Okay. Um stories about your family. I know I know before we went on, you said that they are Democrats. And yeah. would you feel comfortable? You said they didn't have YouTube. So I don't know if you'd feel comfortable um that they don't actually know where you are politically. <laughs> have you ever like how how is Christmas and Thanksgiving and actual get togethers with your family? Do you feel like you have to bite your tongue? When oh, you yeah. Oh, yeah. You sounded like the Hodge twins. <laughs> you sounded just like them, too. Yeah. But do you feel like you have to yeah. guard what you say? But why? Why do you feel like that? Hey, I want to come to dinner with your family, and then I could do it because I'm the crazy white bitch, right? You'd be like, I'm bringing my white friend. And then I just say all the shit that you want to because I'm expected to say it because I'm white and I'm racist. You know, the funny thing is they they have the tendency to be very docile when they're in front of, like, not even just strangers, but strangers, friends, in, out in public. 
But then no doubt I'd hear about that shit after the fact. After you left, they'd be like, fuck with that. Yeah, but no, I I probably would just to just to trigger some people. That'd be fun. We need yeah. to do that sometime. We need to set that mm. up because I think that'd be funny. Yeah. Just be like, and don't give him shit, okay? This is just me. I'm the white devil, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But did you ever think that, like, because I know you said you were just surrounded by it, so it's what you're accustomed to. Do you think your family is any way like that? That if you actually talk to them, that you might actually be able to reach them and change their mind? Because they love you a lot more than they would the standard person, I would hope. Or would they just say, you know what? Yeah, you're you seen how many of these people excommunicate their families because they voted for the orange man? I mean... And that's who you voted for, right? Yeah, and he still he, he lost. Yeah. Mm. He freaking Biden, man, Beijing, but <coughs> Joe Biden, he's more popular than Obama. Uh, Obama, can you imagine that? No, I mean I know it's going <laughs> like off what our original conversation was supposed to be about, but. Do you really believe that all these people, I mean, I know people are crazy, right? Like it's 2020 and people have lost their minds, but do you really believe that many people voted for Joe Biden, the man who talked about, he can stay, what did he say? Essentially he can stay in his house because there's a black lady stocking shelves. You really believe that many people voted for him? Absolutely. You're so full of shit. Yeah. I just used the bathroom. No, I'm not. <laughs> Whoa! Okay. Um, just, like, oh my gosh! Like, okay, we need to get away from the poop. Something. That was you. <laughs> I didn't tell you to talk about your bathroom. Oh my gosh! All right, so I guess oh. we talked about that. Why did you vote for Trump? Because I was freaking, I was, I am tired of the freaking um, political correctness. And apparently that was a large reason that the majority of people voted for him in 2016. I don't remember where I heard that, but I heard that that was like, statistically speaking, like a very, a prime complaint among a lot of his um, supporters. Hence why like a lot of them weren't even Republicans. A lot of them were Democrats. Um, quote unquote, Democrats to the horribles, um, independents, uh, politically homeless. Yeah, people were just tired of walking on eggshells. Well, well Joe, Joe Jorgensen, Jorgensen was the libertarian candidate. Why didn't you vote for her? I know she won on some BLM bullshit, and I was like, get the fuck out of here with that. That's what I said too. She started, she had, um, leftist talking points that she was doing on Twitter that I just wasn't comfortable with. Yeah. And plus with her being pro-choice, it just didn't like that just added to it for me because she yeah. started essentially apologizing yeah. in my mind to BLM and trying to be like, we need to be anti-racist or something. I believe she said, it's not enough to not be racist. We need to be, I don't even know what that means. Like if you're not racist, you're obviously anti-racist, right? I was going to say, remember how I mentioned uh, James Lindsay and you, you listened to one of his uh, podcasts or whatever, and you were yes. like, boring as shit. I don't know how you listened to it. 
and, and you told me that. <laughs> I fell asleep. Yeah. That, that's what I normally listen to when, is when I'm falling asleep and I catch like 25% of it. And then I replay it the next day to eventually catch the whole thing. But um, I don't he, think I even could though. Like he just like a boring. He's boring as shit. But no but energy there. There, there is none. But just the, the dry eyes guy. The, the 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 energy. He has no energy. But uh, just the the topic of the conversation. It it it's interesting enough to me that I'm just like you know what I'll 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 drag on through this to to understand what he's saying. Because he's elaborated on the anti-racism, and as far as like the so-called ac academics right. who founded the shit in the first place, their interpret their uh, their um, what they mean with anti-racism is pretty much to assume that if you're white, if there's any sort of a uh, yeah, if there's a white person involved in a situation, it's not a matter of proving whether or not that person is racist. It's it's a matter. The, the racism is default. It's it, the racism is default. So not so so scrub a white person even being there. Just in any situation whatsoever, racism is there like by default. And the reason that I mentioned James in the first place is because uh, he gave this example, and it really piqued my interest. It stuck to my mind because I was like, dude, this is how a lot of these freaking woke lefty types think. Even beyond just the races, the racism aspect, whether it's racism, sexism, uh, fat phobia, nowadays, whatever, yeah, it's it's all the same bullshit. The example he gives is the uh, the the airplane um, justification as far as like why airplane seats are so small, so cramped, and uh, there's the uh, there's the uh, the why am I drawing a blank right now? There's uh, the there's the 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 engineering viewpoint and the comp, i.e. the the common sense viewpoint that okay, it makes only so much economic sense to make these airplane seats so such a certain size so that we can fit so many customers onto this airplane with without it being too damn heavy to fly, et cetera, et cetera. But the woke what led to this anti-racism frame of mind is that oh you just have a problem with fat people and you don't want fat people being able to fly that you and think you, will, and you think something. that way because you're very skinny normative well wasn't there something with something charging, charging having people for two seats because they yeah more than one and then they got mad but yeah. you're taking up two seats like business wise that no the bit what you don't understand is that businesses are oppressive parts of capitalism and that in reality they're just opposed to fat people okay but you have to forgive me because i'm white and i'm apparently racist and yeah. fat phobe yeah. fat phobe yeah, fat phobic fat phobic yeah. um but like with the white people being inherently racist, it's always weird to me because I, I made the comment and people got really mad at me that I think that white leftists specifically mm -hmm. claim that every other white person is racist because they internalize their own racism and they project it outward so that they feel better for themselves mm -hmm. with themselves because, 
hey, if I'm racist, but every white person's racist, then it's okay because it's not my fault. I'm white. But why would I have you on my show? Is this like where you're my We're trying to appease you. Yeah. And I'm just using you to prove I'm not racist. See? Yeah. I'm sorry I had to. But if you didn't have me on your show, it's then I'd be racist, black too. And racist. So you understand that that's another aspect of the anti-racism in uh, I think the book's White Fragility is that they say it's a never-ending battle. So no matter what you do, they, they acknowledge the fact that you will be racist just by default and you must struggle with that and try to essentially make the world a better place by fixes, fixing racism as long as you live. No. So it's, it's perpetual. It's, it, it keeps itself relevant. What are your, I guess um, we'll end with this subject because I, I think we'll really get into it here. Um, what are what your are views on how, can you ever fix racism? Because me, I guess it's because I just feel humans are just, faulty in and of themselves like we're evil we're selfish do you think racism could ever be cured i i don't believe that it can because you can't force somebody to not be an asshole like it's just i don't know what are your views is there anything that we can do as a whole without getting all into the leftist mentality is there anything we could do to prevent it because i i think but it could be because i'm white i think we really have to stop talking about it and i have to stop looking at you as a black man and you have to stop looking at me as a white woman and we just have to look at each other as fellow human beings and start trying to talk with each other and understand but is there anything we can do i think that's the most we can do but as far as totally wiping it out no and why do i say that because again i don't remember who said it but they basically acknowledge that humans we we evolved to rec we evolved to recognizing patterns and that was for survival instincts because if someone's approaching you in a dark alley with a knife like out open in the in view you don't have time to be like you know what maybe they just want to like cut some flowers a, a mile ahead of me Maybe, I don't know, maybe they want to swat a fly in front. No, you don't have time for that shit. You're trying to keep yourself alive. And that's how people kept themselves alive for alive for however many millennia that we've existed. So in recognizing patterns, you recognize the good and the bad patterns. And it progresses from there until some people come to racist conclusions. Genuinely racist conclusions. So what you're saying is um, me as a white woman, and I did I did set it up and I shouldn't have done it. Maybe, maybe I shouldn't have done it, but I thought it was funny. Somebody asked me, because they didn't ask me about a white guy, right? They said, if there was a black, you were walking down the street. They give me this stupid thing and they're like, you're walking down the street and there's a black man on the same side of the street late at night and you're by yourself. Do you cross the street? I'm like, yes. And they're like, you're I'm black. And I'm like, no, you failed to ask me about the white man, too. I, as a woman who tends to be physically weaker than a man, I am still going to cross the street if it's a white man or a black man, because it's it's like you said, it's protecting myself. It's doing what I have to do to 
be safe. Like yeah. I'm not getting into that feminist bullshit where we can be as strong as men. It's not, it's not physically sound. I'm yeah. five foot two. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to go toe to toe with a six foot three guy. It doesn't matter if he's black. doesn't matter if he's white. I'm just not going to do it. Of course I'm going to cross the street, yeah. but it's that, it's that mentality where if it's a black person and you say, I would do this to protect myself. And they're like, well, that's cause he's black. Funny enough, I was leaving the store before I got here and a black woman gave me the up, the up down look and she wanted to cross when she saw me walking behind her. Because it's a woman and that's yeah. also as women. We have to be mindful of our yeah. a lot more than you would. How tall are you? Six. Flat. See? You're six foot. And like 205 pounds last time I checked. So. Well, I will say this about feminists, though. They are 100% right about women's women's views as far as being out alone by themselves. Yeah. Because I'm almost positive that it really doesn't cross your mind as much as it might cross my mind to be walking down a dark alley by yourself. Yeah. Even though you might every so often feel that. For women, it's pretty much all the time. And I will give feminists that. It's just yeah. trying to be safe. because. Yeah. But before we go, mm -hmm. because I know I said I wouldn't, like, we need to stop talking about, like, colors, but I'm going to do it anyway. Mm -hmm. Is there anything you would say to especially black people? Because I feel like a lot of my friends that I do have, they came from, like you did, Democrat families. And it wasn't until they started voicing their opinions and educating themselves that they found a way out of it and said, you know what, this isn't these aren't my values. These are the val values of my family. And it could go either way. It could be a white family. It could be a black family. But I notice it's, like you said, predominantly black individuals who always feel they have to be Democrats. Mm -hmm. What would you say to others that feel like they have to? Is it, are you betraying your own race by not being a Democrat? I'm sorry. I had to. That's what they say. But like it's your it's your chance to actually talk to them and get them to maybe understand instead of calling you all kind of nasty names. I'd ask them to look into the whole concept of uh, bee the beehive the hive mentality and then ask them if they're a freaking insect or if they're a human. That and was very yeah. If they're a human, well then. They're capable of independent thought. Ask they they can ask themselves why they feel a certain way, why they think the way they do. If they're curious about delving into certain issues, questioning certain issues, don't listen to the people, to the naysayers that will tell you, no, you're black. Whether these people are black themselves or white, so we're trying to save you. Fuck them all. Keep looking deeper question it all, and go from there. Or if you don't want to, you're an independent person. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. But at the end of the day, come to your own conclusions. Okay, well, I guess since I put you on the spot, I'll do it as a white person. Just because you're white does not mean you are racist. If you are racist, you should probably seek therapy or do something that, like, when you see a black person, you don't freak out. That's ableist, by the way. Yeah, 
is it? I don't care. (laughs) And and like, stop apologizing for being white. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. And stop looking at black people and thinking like, my guest has had to experience, stop thinking you have to buy them lunch or you have to, like, you didn't, as long as you didn't do anything wrong, you have nothing to apologize for and you have nothing that you should be paying back for. But is there, is there anything else you want to add before we cut this? Anything. You can be an asshole, too, if you want. I don't care. I actually support it. I'm sorry. I'm kind of egging you on. It's like, is there anything asshole you want to say? <laughs> Somebody did say Morgan Freeman said it best. I forget what Morgan Freeman said exactly. Uh, basically, to go with what we call colorblind. Stop looking at freaking color. Stop looking at race. Just move on, basically. Yeah, I do. I, I I don't remember word for word, but that's exactly that's yeah. pretty much what he said. Um now that uh Mr. Uh, slow in the brain guy is apparently our elect, do you think the world's gonna end? Did you see the tweet I put out with all my doomsday prep? Did you see my cabinets? Yeah. I have so much canned goods and shit, <laughs> so much <laughs> bottles of water. That's what I said, right? No, this is bullshit. Whatever. All right. Well, thanks for joining me, and thanks for everyone else in the chat. We're going to end it unless you have anything else to say besides bye. No. All right, guys. Have a good night. Thanks for tuning in.